0003. Good evening, lovey doveys. This is Taste Better from Scratch with your host, Eric Paris Wright. I am happy to say we are in the third week of March 2021, Friday the 19th. And today's topic we will be talking about is the B-I-B-L-E, the Bible, basic instructions before leaving earth. And we will be going over the ingredients that help hold us together in his name. And that's the key thing, understanding the only way that we're able to hold things together in our lives is by giving our entire lives to Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. It's not easy. It never has been, and it never will be. But, as I say to all my peoples, it is the easiest, hardest thing I've ever done in my life. I love my Christian walk, and because I am here to speak of it, Today we will be reading scripture from the New International Version, John chapter 1 verse 1, Exodus chapter 12 verse 24, and 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. So let's get started. This is a description of how the basic instructions before leaving earth works in our lives if we should choose to allow it to do so it is a growing relationship with our father jesus christ our lord and savior the one who sacrificed his life for our sins lord god gave his begot only begotten son to give his life for our sins now you can take it with a grain of salt, or you can be the salt as the grain of understanding in that, and someone else can use that salt to season their life. But it's a step that we must take willingly to do so. So let's read from John. This is John in the New International Version. The Word became flesh. Verse 1. Chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. We'll go on to 3. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life. And that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. Word of the Lord. To have a full understanding of what that means is to develop a, is a, to develop, excuse me, is to develop a relationship with Jesus Christ. As your Lord and Savior. And these things become clear. 
It's the same thing as taking the ingredients of a cake and putting them together as the instructions delegate. So you should choose to follow the instructions step by step. You can manipulate it to do it your own way. You can do it by practice of of the seasoning of hand, as I call it. You know, you grab these ingredients and you kind of... You throw them down as a, as a measurement of your understanding by feel and senses of what is necessary to put this cake together so that it holds and it tastes good and it's seasoned properly and it has all the proper ingredients so that it can rise to where it needs to be, to your specifications. So these ingredients are there for the taking and the using And they're handed down from generation to generation and gifted from families to friends, from parties to to personal events. These things are shared. And you take it with you like a grain of salt. You take it and you hold it, you use it, you do what you may with it. But it is important to understand what you do with it. And how you use it. If you use it to the the instructions delegated, you're going to have a fine cake. Because this has been processed time and time again. It has been added to, taken away, delegated to the specifications that somebody deemed it necessary and well to be used. It is the same exact thing with the Bible. You're not going to understand that word. Unless you practice in it, unless you give it real thought, unless you give it your all and you put your both hands in that studying, same thing as making a cake. First cake I ever made came out amazing. I was shocked, but I did it because I wanted it to be special. I took care And making sure that the measurements were appropriate. And everything was well. And I did it with love. Same thing with the Bible. Basic instructions before leaving earth. You have the instruction manual in your vehicle. The vehicle is made to specification. By the creator. Of that vehicle. And they add an instruction manual. So that you can maintain And have it well. So you know what to do with it. So you know how to handle it. So you can develop a relationship with it. And that's of course a passive speaking. Because you're not going to develop. I mean people do develop it. (laughs) Not intimate relationships. But relationships with their vehicles. They name their vehicles. You know they they build it up to to pretty it up to the way they want it to be there's a lot that goes into a vehicle if you've never really thought about it you should but the percentage of people reading the instruction manual to understand their vehicle better is almost null void just doesn't happen and it's important it's a massive pro it's 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 important to understand to to go through it To spend some time with it. If you do not develop a relationship. And spend some time with our creator. 
Lord God, you're never going to understand him. You're never going to to know what he wants in your life. Are you going to tell me if you have a husband or a wife or a family member or an animal and you don't know what they prefer to eat, what color they like, what kind of show they want to see, what their regular routine is on their day off, that you're going to be able to, to help them out when they're sick? Or when they're not feeling well or when they're not home or whatever the case may be. You're going to tell me that you have the the aptitude, the ability to handle what they need in that time away. It's not possible. You just have not developed the relationship status necessary to, to handle any of their needs or their routine Habits, things that they would do. It is a relationship. A relationship that you develop with our Lord God, the Creator, by understanding the basic instructions before leaving earth, the Bible. So these things are essential. People are like, oh, I don't have to read the Bible. I don't have to go to church. I don't have to fellowship with brothers and sisters. I don't need to evangelize. Even though all these things are true, you do not have to. It's good practice to do so. If you want a body that looks like a superstar, you kind of need to go to the gym. Whether you do cardio, whatever it is, lifting weights, free weights, you know, machine weights, swimming, running, whatever the case may be. You have to work out to gain and maintain a body and healthy shape that you want. You know, I have the same frame type as Mark Wahlberg. I'll never look like Mark Wahlberg unless I work out similar to Mark Wahlberg. I can take the instructions that he applies to his life and do it my way. And the results will be similar. That cake may not look the same and it may not taste exactly the same, but it will hold the same. It will have the same attributes and familiarity for others to understand. Oh, that's a cake. I wonder how it tastes. Why is that one of the big words that people say when it comes to cake? I wonder how it tastes. Is it any good? Is it good? I want to try it. What's the allure about a cake? That people have. Because they're all different. Just like our relationship with Jesus Christ. But you have to have an obedience. You have to abide by what the Bible says. You have to kind of be involved. You have to have a relationship. Take the instructions for what they are worth. We're going to go to Exodus. One of my favorites. Joseph, I love the story of Joseph. It's such an empowering story. What he went through was amazing. And his testimony and his love for God is just... It's absolutely beautiful. It's just the way to be. I think it's a, it's, it's a powerful testimony. And per usual, we kind of lose our place. But we're going to... 
Exodus chapter 12, verse 24. And that is in, again, the New International Version and reads like this. This is the word of the Lord. Obey these instructions as a lasting ordinance for you and your descendants. When you enter the land that the Lord will give you, as he promised, observe this ceremony. And when your children ask you, what does this ceremony mean to you? Then tell them, it is the Passover sacrifice to the Lord who passed over the houses of the Israelites in Egypt and spared our homes when he struck down the Egyptians. Then the people bowed down and worshipped. The Israelites did just what the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron. They followed the instructions given to them, and their lives were spared. Now this... Scripture will also be seen similar again. You accept Jesus Christ into your heart as your Lord and Savior. You do your best to repent your sins. Repent your sins. Do your best with all the gifts and talents that you've been blessed. Love your neighbors as you love yourself. Love yourself as Jesus Christ loved the church. That's an agape love. We'll talk about that another time. I'll give a description of that later. And your life will be just bountiful, plentiful. The land he promised to give will be there to have and hold. Our lives will be spared. Give your life to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You will seek eternally with other brothers and sisters that have given their lives to Jesus as well. Or damnation. I mean, it's really simple. Like I say, it's the easiest, hardest thing I've ever done in my life. But that is simple because what harm is it going to do? You know, my second wife, ex-wife now, came to me and was like, I won't date anybody that's not a Christian. I was like, okay, let me try a church. And I was, mind you, this is in a time where I didn't care about my life. I knew I was dying. I had given myself a time limit of just a few years because of the way I drank and the way I smoked and did what I did. I didn't care. As long as I got to see my kids every day, I didn't care what happened otherwise. That was my motto. And it wasn't healthy. God had continued to try to reach me. I had prayed every morning, please, God, I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to wake up like this. I don't understand why in a couple of hours I'm going to feel well enough to just go back and do it all over again. It's it's destructive. It's a destructive wheelhouse. It was ridiculous. Unnecessary. Because I wasn't, I didn't understand. I didn't have anybody to tell me the truth. I didn't have any Christian brothers and sisters trying to hold me accountable, trying to trying to feed me. Trying to show, you know, drop seeds and 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 bring the good word, and and not to mention, even if there was somebody that had attempted, I would have shunned it. I don't need none of that. I ain't trying to hear all that. What good is that going to do me? Blah blah blah. The confrontation of 
conviction in our hearts is something that we don't want to deal with. And it gets fought against on a regular basis, constantly. People will go against it hard, very hard. Understanding the greatness and the power that our Lord God gives us is an understatement. It's, it's not anything that can be competed with. But it's important to have brothers and sisters on the front lines serving our Lord God, giving the good word. Understand there are places that you can go. If you need help with anything, you can seek one of these brothers and sisters that speak the truth of the Lord. And, and we'll all do the best that we can to, to provide you with help. And understanding what direction to go, where to go, and how to get help, and what to do. You know, the power of prayer is an amazing thing. Pray over your life. If you're struggling, you don't know what to do, pray over your life. Pray over your own life. You cannot pick up. and A firefighter can't save anybody through a window if they can't even hold their own weight. It's important to stay conditioned and well. It's the basic instructions before leaving earth. That Bible understanding is essential for your spiritual life. And that picks up your mental and your physical life. It's got to start somewhere, just like the Creator. Let's read 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. The Word of the Lord. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power, of love, and self-discipline. So do not be ashamed to testify about our Lord or ashamed of me, His prisoner. But join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God who has saved us and called us to a holy life. Not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. Understanding the power, the gift of God not to be ashamed to testify about him that also takes practice that is another part of the ingredients that hold us together understanding who we give it to who we give our power to because whatever we give to the Lord we get back tenfold I say it all the time, be careful what you wish for. And I have to because there's things that I say I don't want to come to fruition sometimes. I do the best that I can as a human being, just like everybody else, to serve Lord God because I understand my place. When I do it myself, it's jacked up. It ain't no good. It doesn't work. But when I serve Lord God and I do the best that I can with my gifts and talents in his name and I pray and I, I repent my sins and I try to get better every day, he gives me the power to light my lighthouse so that I can I can stay focused and, and strong well enough to, to put light over the sea. And that light isn't going to grab onto anybody's arm and pull them out of the water. 
That's not our job. That's just not a possibility. That's not how it works. Our job is to be a guiding light for those who are dwelling in darkness and don't know where to go, don't know where the shore is. They're looking for the shore of salvation without even knowing it. Problem is, when you're treading water for a long period of time, you have things brushing up against you in a massive sea, cold, no foundation. Eventually, you're going to say, God, I need help. You, it's just We just don't have the capability to do it on our own. I tried for the better part of three decades. It didn't work. Finally, uh, I gave up and I, I called out, God, I, I, can't, I can't tread water anymore. I can't do it on my own. I don't want to. I don't want to die like this. And he showed me the way. But I had to give myself entirely to him. Any Christian brother or sister who is being fed, who is being held accountable by one another, who we help strap up our armor, straighten our helmets, not straighten our crowns. Our king has the crown. I want him to guide us. I don't want to, I'll be leadership, I'll be an alpha, but he's first, my king, my savior, the one who pulled me out of the mud, the one who dusted me off and said, I know your worth, here's the good cloak, this is the one you've been asking for, the one that's comfortable, the one that you can move well in. And he pulled me up and said, this is what I think you're worth. Thank God I had some sense to want to follow, but still wanted to play in my own little world. And then he showed me a piece of that wrath, a piece of that, that hellish world. And I was, that was it for me. That was it for me. Nope. What good. Thank you, Jesus. So to understand what it takes to make a good cake or to empower your mind to be well with your physical being, it takes following an order of instruction Understanding the obedience necessary and the power it requires to be repetitive in doing it time and time again. That repetition does not have to be monotonous. It doesn't have to be the same, you know, pound cake. It can be three layers. It can have frosting in the middle. It can be... Frosted with different colors. You can do a, a, a million and one different things with that cake. But the base ingredients always stays the same. The instructions for someone's Toyota is a whole world different than the instructions for that Mack truck or 
Ducati. But they all have the same concept. This is what you need in understanding how to maintain, be well, safe, and strong, and confident in the vehicle, the vessel that you are in charge of taking care of at this time. Always know reading the Bible, the basic instructions before leaving earth, praying and having faith, knowing who to give it to, gives you back the power of your life. Everything. Depression has no conquering. Anxiety has no shakedown. Unwellness of the soul. Depression. Whatever it is. Whatever it may be. Whatever you're going through. The power of prayer. And understanding who we give it to. Changes everything. Changes everything. He shows us. What it takes to put the ingredients together to make an amazing cake every single time. And we can change it up. We can, we can mix it up and, and, and create it to be as beautiful with the gifts and talents that we've been blessed with to do so. But you have to know where the instruction manual comes from. Who has put those ingredients together to make it fit. For your life. So that you can offer. An amazing cake. God bless you brothers and sisters. I want to pray real quick. And I I hope you have a wonderful weekend. It's going to be nice. And then it's going to get cold again. In the New England area. I don't know wherever you may be from. I pray that you uh, rest well. And uh, wake up in the morning. And do it in the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, for this day and all that you bless us to do. You encourage us. You allow us the free will and the well-being to do what we choose to do, whether that be at the the top of the chart of loving everybody that we encounter or at the bottom and, and committing murder in our hearts and in the physical world, which is not what we aim to do. It's kind of how we get caught up in the world, everything in between. So we just pray that we take the free will, the blessings that you allow us, and and pray through it and give it to you first and allow you to, to work work through it in us, through us, and with us to, to benefit your grace, your mercy, and your blessing, whatever the situation may be. I thank you for this day and this week and this year and all the time that we've had Anybody who's here celebrating this moment with me, I pray for their lives. I pray whatever it is they may be going through that you allow them a peace and understanding to be able to get through it in your mighty name and, and give them another chance to to do the best that they can to glorify you, Lord. We thank you for all these things. I ask for repentance of our sins, forgiveness and well-being. Allow everybody to, to forgive somebody that... They may be having a hard time with or 
have had a hard time with. Allow them to release those sandbags back to Satan's playground and, and move well in your mighty name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you all. God bless. I, I pray you have a wonderful evening. If you have any questions, hit me up on any one of my venues. You can find me under Gingy9. G-I-N underscore G-E-9. God bless. We'll catch you all later. Take care.